Are you ready? Come on! Ladies and gentlemen, now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Introducing the moment you've all been waiting for. Joy, joy, the count. Yo, yo, yiggity. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode. My name is Kervin. And I'm Megan. And she's 33 years old and she just flicked the booger across the living room. Shut up. No one needs to know that. <laughs> I said, this one's for you, dog. <laughs> what the fuck are boogers? What do you mean? Like, why? I feel like I have more boogers than everybody. What are they or why are they? Why? What and why? Well, you know what they are. Hold on, I gotta plug in my computer. Do your thing. <laughs> Love you. How do you stand me with my boogers and my burps and my menstruation? You're adorable, that's why. Menstruation nation. <laughs> that's gonna be my new that's gonna be my new uh segment on the show. What's it called? Megan's menstruation nation. And what, what does it consist of? Just, you know, me talking about periods and educating the people. <laughs> I fucking love you. Telling embarrassing period stories. We gotta normalize the period, folks. We gotta normalize female nipples. We gotta normalize female everything. Let's talk about how we oppress women with fashion. Now, this doesn't count the women who love wearing... I was going to say, because yeah. there are some women who oh, love yeah. being oppressed. There, there are plenty of women who love high heels, corsets. They make them feel powerful. They make them feel beautiful. They make them feel sexy. My beef is with the idea that business casual in our society and culture, it essentially is something that, that makes women uncomfortable. Like, why do we even have business casual, first of all? Like, can you not take me seriously at a meeting if I have great things to say, if I'm wearing leggings? Like, if I'm wearing leggings and a comfortable shirt and I'm in tennis shoes or, or really cute sandals. If I'm put together and look professional, in my opinion, professional, if I speak with confidence. Your and, clothes are clean. You know, yeah, my clean clothes are clean. You know, I don't got dog hair all over them. You They're iron. I smell good. I did my hair and makeup. What's the problem? Yeah. Why can't I go to a business meeting like that? The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the individuals providing them. If you are at all offended. Eat a dick. Why do I have to wear clothes that make me uncomfortable? In order for them to take you seriously. Exactly. I had a meeting to go to yesterday. For the most part, I get to wear scrubs wherever I go as long as it's affiliated with the hospital, which is what I ended up doing yesterday because I was so frustrated. <laughs> but any other time that we have to do anything, you know, we need to wear business casual. So I'm like squeezing myself into a bra. I'm trying to button these stupid fucking dress pants. And then you put I'm on some cramming heels. cramming my feet into these heels. And I'm like, why do we do this? If I were to wear a dress, I would have had to put pantyhose on. Like, everything that we wear squeezes and, you know. Lifts and lifts yanks. Lifts and yanks and. Pulls. Yeah. And all I wanted to wear was a pair of leggings. I could have wore a dress shirt. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Pair of leggings, dress shirt, and some flats. Something comfortable. We need to move away from this idea that you can't be comfortable and be taken seriously. I saw a woman once, like two days ago, wearing heels 
I thought of the very first heels ever made. Who I, did that and why? Oh, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, who wanted to add height to little women? Now, there are times when I, I put on heels and I feel like I can conquer the world. Like, I feel that empowerment. But they hurt my feet really bad. Yeah. So I have to really be feeling it to wear them. I have bad feet. So heels are not something that is at all comfortable for me. Shoes in general, I just am not a fan of. I like to just be barefoot. Like I said, my beef is with the expectation that we have to dress a certain way to be taken seriously in a casual meeting environment. This isn't like I'm meeting with investors. This isn't me giving a presentation. This was me going to fill out some paperwork with someone in administration, and I didn't want her to think that I was a slob, you know? I feel like women perpetuate that abuse on themselves, on each other. For instance, How so? Well, look at this Mary Claire magazine right here. Right. It's just filled with a whole bunch of, you have to wear this. This is what everybody's wearing. Bootcut jeans are making a comeback. Do you think that, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to talk about that. Why not? I want to know how you feel about the fact that somebody out there is dictating what you should wear. And, That's and, not women doing it to each other. Oh, no, no. Of course not. This is, I'm just saying in general, yeah. somebody out there is saying, this is the trend. Yeah, but that's not necessarily women perpetuating Of that. course. No, I'm getting away from that. I started that. I know, I, but then I changed my okay. subject. Bootcut jeans. Yeah. What the fuck? Why are they coming like, back? Like, we just got, we just got real comfortable in skinny <laughs> jeans. Skinny jeans are the norm. We finally accepted we it. We finally accepted it. Like, the first time I put on a pair of skinny jeans, I was like, what the fuck are these? I was like, I will never wear these. I look like I come to a point. I got a big ass, you know, and small feet. So I look, I just am like a V in skinny jeans. Now, I love that shit. It makes me feel sexy. It makes nah. me feel like I have a shape. If I put on bootcut jeans, I think of when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I think they're so unflattering now. I think that they look so dated. And the fact that they're coming back and I'm going to be the old fuck who's not in style because <laughs> I'm not wearing them. Ugh. But you are going to wear them. I probably will. Tell me why. Listen. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because I may or may not wear them. I don't know. But you most likely will. It's possible that I will because I do feel the pressure to – sometimes I feel the pressure to conform with society's trends. You know what it is actually though? It's like when you hear a shitty song on the radio. Yeah. The first time you hear it, you're like, this is fucking garbage, yeah. Rack City bitch. I'm looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> then the 20th time you hear it, you're like, Rack City bitch, Rack, Rack City bitch. Yeah. And then you're dancing. That's what it is. I don't buy it because, oh, I feel like I need to fit in. I buy it because I've seen it a hundred thousand times. And I'm like, that actually looks kind of good. And nah. then I buy it. And nah. then I'm fitting into the trend. But for the most part, I feel like in the last year or so, I'm trying to veer off of uh, what society expects of me. I think it started with the short hair. Okay. It made me feel empowered. But you got to know that uh, that's almost a trend as well, women getting well, the short hair. It's getting, it's getting there more and more. Okay. As soon as I cut it, there was something that it kind of opened up in me that I could be, I could, you know, wear what I want. Mm -hmm. I can do what I want. I felt more in control of what my femininity, what my beauty is. So a lot of times now I'll leave the house. I never used to leave the house without a bra on, ever. I'm proud of you. Because my breasts are so uncomfortable, I don't know what to do with them. And some days it is actually more comfortable. The less I wear a bra... 
the better my tits look. I don't know why. You would think that they would sag more, but no. I walk around the house, and unless it's hot and sweaty, like, I, you can't make me put a bra on. I wouldn't. I don't want you to. Now, I don't do it in a situation where I'm going to feel uncomfortable because breasts are so, you know, sexualized. Focal points. Yeah, and they're focal points, and, you know, you don't want them swanging around and at the grocery store not able to do shit because people are staring at your tits. What's wrong with staring, though? It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. Because I like to look. Like when I, I see don't care women... if you look if I can't see you look. But I have really good peripheral vision. So you need to be like behind me if you're looking at me. I always feel like everybody already knows that I'm looking. So I, I'm constantly not looking. Mm-hmm. And it hurts me inside. <laughs> Through my peripheral, I can see, oh my God, somebody's walking around with a fat fucking ass. <laughs> don't look because everybody's looking at you, expecting you to look and make a face and drool. So I do this casual, like, what's over there in that direction? I act like I'm looking past her. And it's not it's not enough because I'm not able to inhale it with my eyes. I love you. And I hate that. I want to be able to look and be like, mm-hmm. And, right and go, click safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just move on with my day. But I gotta not I gotta I gotta play it off like I don't see the cleavage hanging. Oh my god, there was this woman bending over, signing something, and her tits were just hanging. And I kept walking around her, acting like I was sweeping. I was sweeping, but <laughs> Yeah, this was a mom at the school where I work at. And I actually walked up to her. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this, baby. Listen to this. I'm sweeping up after an event, and I find some shades on the floor. I pick it up, and I walk directly to her. She's got shades on her head. As I'm walking towards her, I'm just inhaling her fucking tits with my eyes. Oh, my God. You're such a creep. And I walk up to her, and my most, you know, I'm, I'm harmless voice, I ask her, are these your shades? Do you know whose shades these are? And she's like, oh, no, I have mine right here. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And I just. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at your tits. Exactly. I prolonged <laughs> how long I got to see her tits. And it made me feel good. And then when she got up and talked to someone else, I was on the other side of the room. And I was like, look at the tits on her. She wasn't wearing. A, she was wearing one of those halter top dresses. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like strapless. Oh. I've once asked a woman if she knew what time it was. And took off my watch beforehand just so I could talk to her. <laughs> Just so I could get closer to her and, and just be next these, to her. These are the things that men do that you guys don't know about. We get an insight into the male psyche, the male planning phases of, of being a creep <laughs> because of Curvin. I mean, I just want to be next to you. I just want to see you. I don't want to touch you. I know. I don't want to, you know. That's okay. I want to be photographed with you. <laughs> you want to? What's happening, baby? Are you laughing or crying? Both. Why are you crying? Because I'm in pain. I'm sorry, baby. You're you're farting and making me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, it smells so bad. Why does it smell so bad? I think it's the last four meals I had. <laughs> they were pretty shitty. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, though. What? What? I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to record right now? You can suck me while I sleep. I gotta well, be honest with record. you. Let's record. Put your recording voice on. No, no. You can be exactly who you are. This don't is why I want to be... No, don't punch me with the balls. I won't be able to concentrate. <laughs>
But I have to say, I, it's fucking crazy. Like, if I were feeling like you're feeling right now, I would not go to work. I know it's not fair. It's not fair. Like, it's women go to work with this shit and they have to sit there. Baby, I can't remember. The last time I hurt so bad? Oh my god, not even close. I don't usually get the kind of cramps. You know me, you see me every month. Yeah, you usually say, ah, and that's it, it's over with. Like one time. Yeah. And then you don't hear about it again till the next month. Yeah. Right now, I feel, I feel like my whole uterus is contracting. You feel, you feel like you have contractions? I mean, I've never had a baby, so I'm sure it's a lot less than that, but... You want to have you want to have kids? Uh, you want me to punch you in the dick? You still want to have kids? Uh, you know, you know, our babies are gonna be healthy. What does that mean, fat? <laughs> you can be fat babies. I'm just saying, I was a big ass fucking baby. Look at my head. How how big were you when you were born? I don't I don't know that stuff. I don't, it's on my birth certificate. It will show you. You look like a normal sized baby in the pictures, though. <laughs> baby what the fuck does that mean i mean you weren't like an obese baby no i was just i was just heavy i just like you know yeah i was denser than other babies (laughs) oh my god how do you know how do you know you were denser (laughs) i'm trying to tell you man i take up a lot of space there, there were guys taller and bigger than me that weigh so much less than me. <laughs> like, how the fuck is that possible? You're just dense. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got, I got the weight of like a fucking fallen star. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah. So you would, you would, you would be feeling this. I'll give you three babies too. At once. I don't know. How many kids you want? I don't know. Why do you think? Why do you think it hurts more now than before? I think it's the moon. That moon is fucking crazy that out there. That moon is controlling my menstrual cycle right now. It's low. It's close to me. You think you're the only woman going? <laughs> no, no. Honestly, honestly, do you think? No. How many I'm other sure women? There are other women going through what? Because not only is it horrible, yeah. but it's like four days early. So, so today. Yes, women are menstruating and in pain. Because of that fucking moon. Yeah, I think it's the moon, I'm telling you. Did you see how close it looked? It was huge. It looks like... Yes. It's like it's going to fucking impact Earth any Maybe minute. Maybe that now. shit controls the tides. And the wind. And the fucking the, the... cunts of the universe. <laughs> that, is, God, that is crazy, though. That, that it, happens. It's so funny because... I mean, it's not funny. But I have this urge to make noises. And it feels good, right? It's that humming sound. It's I that vibration. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's to be honest with you, love, sound is the key to life. I sound like an idiot as I say it. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm telling you that sound is the most powerful thing in our universe. Like, vibration, the, the frequency at which things vibrate, mm-hmm. when cats meow, mm-hmm. They emit like this frequency that heals. Look at the cat. Like, you mean when they purr? When they purr, yeah. It's like a... Look at the Gunther. Tell him to purr on my belly. Yo, Gunther, get your hat. Make yourself fucking useful, cat. We pay for fucking vet bills and fucking like, clean out his shit. Bring your ass over here and make my wife feel good, nigga. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't. I don't know where he is. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he looks tired. You sound like you're feeling better. No, I'm just. I don't know. So like you feel good for a little bit and then something squeezes you yes. for a little bit and then you feel good for a little bit again. You feel like this relief, like ah. Oh. Yeah, but it, it it it's a constant. Like it hurts right now. But not as much as when it squeezes. Yeah, like so, it's a constant ache, and then every once in a while it just comes in with a fucking force, and sometimes it lasts for. 20 seconds sometimes longer sometimes five seconds like it just depends it just now now what what does ice cream have to do with that like how does ice cream remedy that <clears throat> no seriously i always hear women talking about i got cramps and i just want to like watch bridget jones diary and oh i was like i was like what do you mean how does ice cream fit into this <laughs> yeah because bitches always <laughs> eat ice cream when they get their fucking... to figure out what I was trying to figure out the connection you were making. You never heard of that? Maybe yes, but that that's that's different. It's not. It's not like that's like when you feel sad and you want to eat ice cream. That's all it is. Oh, it's not like actually connected to the uterus. I it's thought like, I thought like like the cold like soothes you or something. I love you. Why are you so cute with your with your? We're gonna start a new segment called Curvin Discovers the Menstrual Cycle. <laughs> You learn fun facts. <laughs> There's nothing fun about this shit. <laughs> no, I swear that's. I thought that's what it was. I'm just, you know. I, I know. I love it. I love your curiosity. I, I I try to have to explain the world to myself. But you know what it is too is you know how I get like cravings. Like I'll be like I need I need salty. I need, you know, sweet. Alright. Like your body requires more calories. Mine. No, I'm a dense motherfucker. <laughs> Talking about the female body during I, menstruation. Maybe you can enlighten me on this shit. <laughs> Why is it that women almost always pee on themselves when they laugh? Wait, what? Come on. Like, like in, I thought you were going to finish that sentence. Like, in general? Yeah. You never hear a guy say, stop, stop laughing, I'm going to pee myself. That is always because, women. Because your urethra is a lot longer than ours. Is that the scientific reason Why? Because that would be awesome. Of course, because think of the, the the thing that separates my pee from the world and your pee from the world is like way shorter of a distance. You think so? Are you kidding? My opening, it, it protrudes out of my body, so wouldn't mine be... Yeah, but the distance from your bladder... Why would your bladder be different than mine? We, we're the same. We're humans. Like, you got what? You have your bladder, like, in your, in your, th- in your thigh? What the fuck? <laughs> no, baby. No, baby. Okay, so, so my bladder. Imagine my bladder, and then my urethra, and then the world. What? So, what the fuck? You are you looking? Are I'm, you looking at my hand? Motions? All right, do that one more time. Okay, so here's the bladder. Okay. And then here's the urethra. And, and when then there's the opening. So when I laugh, it puts pressure on the bladder, which makes it close to coming out. And where's my bladder? Your bladder's here, but then your urethra goes out your penis. So okay. You got all this room. I got you. I Does got that make you. sense? It makes you sense. You can cut all of that out because that's going to make me sound like a stupid nurse. No. I just learned something. I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying. It may, I, shit, you convinced me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking of like pressure and 
I hear ladies bond by saying, yeah, I just beat a little by laugh. I was laughing so hard. Or, yeah, but that usually has less to do with the laughing and more to do with the woman. Like her age? Well, if she, yeah, her age and if she's had babies. Because if you've had a baby. So how many more babies you were man? There seems to be a lot of downsides to having babies. <laughs> if you've had babies, you you lose control of, you know, the muscles down there. So you can't squeeze, you know, and hold the pee in. So how many times did, did you pee on yourself a little bit? I've never peed. I mean, I can't say I've never <laughs> peed. <laughs> no, no, no. So you remember the time you peed on yourself? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a liar. I'm I'm sure there was a time a little bit of pee came out. I can it, you remind? it's not a regular occurrence. <laughs> All right, so the, even more reason why you should There's remember. There's a story involved. I, I imagine you like at a concert, like just cheering the fuck for like Tool, oh. and like peeing yourself because you're like, fuck it, I I ain't going to the bathroom. My no. nigga's on stage. No. No. What about like twelve hours at work? You don't pee on yourself at work. No, I go to the bathroom. You get you get bathroom breaks. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean do I get bathroom breaks? I'm not in a fucking prison camp. Oh, motherfuckers be like, yo, you get a 10 minute break. I'm like, what am I going to do with 10 minutes, nigga? I mean, Give me a half hour. bathroom hop. literally like in the hallway. So yeah. you just stop and go to the bathroom. My break should be equal to the amount of effort I'm, I'm fucking expending at my job. I love you. And then I'm like, oh, I get a 10 minute break? Woo! 10 minutes to catch my fucking breath? I'm gonna talk about how you always want to punch me in my face. Listen, that is a that is a two way street. You constantly tell me you want to punch me in my face. No, 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 no. When I say I want to hit you or do anything, it's because you're being cute. And that's not what I do. No, no. On three separate occasions, <laughs> you just said I just want to fucking punch you. I just want to connect my fist with your face. And I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know. I just want to see what it feels like. Those are very isolated occasions, and it was just an impulse, and I told you what was on my mind because that's what came out. I never get the urge to hit you. I would never want to hurt you, baby. I really wouldn't. I don't know. I'm serious. Even with those statements, I would never want to hurt you. One time we were sitting right here. You were laying across me with your feet on my lap, and you just said, yuck at that. You outstretched your fucking your, your, your leg. And you like, I just want to kick you in your fucking face just one time. Well, I think of it like a like a TV show, like an animated series where, you know, you kick something and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the head pops off. It's not like in real life, I want to hurt you and kick you in the face. I see it as like a a fictional event where I kick you and your head just pops off. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you finally heard what you were saying. I'm glad you finally heard what you were saying. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I want to hurt you. It really doesn't. Have you ever had a condom break on you? Not that I'm aware of. Really? Yeah. Would you be able to tell if a condom broke inside of you? No. I've never had a condom break. I always thought that was a myth, too. Uh, it's not a myth, but... Myth? <laughs> <laughs> And jumped out of my throat. How many people do you know had condoms break on them? I don't know anybody who has. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I haven't taken a poll of my friends. I, I don't know anybody. I don't know per personally anybody. Anytime I hear condoms breaking is in TV shows, mm -hmm. movies, 
music, but I don't know anybody whose condom is broken on them. No, me neither. I think that's another fucking myth. Really? Yeah. I think it would be more like, like... heaven. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's been to heaven. You know anybody who's been to heaven? I, I always see it in movies and TV shows, songs. I don't I know anybody. Like, I feel like someone would have to like manhandle the condom for it to break. Or they get in a size that's what, too big? Maybe it's too small? I don't think condoms are too small. I thought that was a myth. I mean, they come in sizes. Yeah, that's just to make you guys feel better. (laughs) Or worse, depending on whatever the case may be. Yeah. I've heard of stories of guys who get, like, the magnums when they're they're not packing. Yeah, because they want to try and impress a woman. That's why magnums exist, I think. And isn't there I mean, like I'm a... sure there are people. What do you mean you're sure? You know. I know there are. There you go. Tell your friends. <laughs> I know there are men that regular condoms would probably be. That's right. Tell your friends. <laughs> feel really uncomfortable. Cut off the blood supply. You know what I mean? <laughs> why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. You're stupid. <laughs> why, why, why are guys so happy with their dicks? Like, we love our dicks. And when women want to shit on us, they shit on our dicks. You never hear a woman say, ah, oh, that's why you got bad penmanship. They got to get the fuck out of my face. You and your horrible credit. No, they go straight to the dick. You and your fucking dick. I'm going to cut your dick off. What is it about the dick? Um, I don't know. I've never used that as an insult to a man. Yeah. I would. I think that that would be pretty horrible. You want to have kids? <laughs> uh, you want me to punch you in the dick? Let's record. Put your recording voice on. No, no. You can be exactly who you are. This don't is why I want you. The balls. No, don't punch me the balls. I won't be able to concentrate. <laughs> There's something about drunk women that is that's so unattractive. Yeah, you've talked about that before. Have I? Yeah, and I like that. I like that you think that because. Your your whole thing was you wouldn't want to have sex with a woman who's drunk because it's it's like it makes you feel like a fucking creepy rapist. But not just that. And, and I know some people might argue about this because they're like, oh, you, you want us to be Madonnas and you want us to be sluts and you want us to be mothering and you want us to be sexy and you want us to be. Listen, Kervin wants you to be whatever the fuck you are. So whoever has anything to say about that can come through me because Kervin doesn't want anyone to ever be anything other than who they are. But don't be drunk. <laughs> I mean, he won't fuck with you if you're drunk. Yeah. But I mean, guys too. Guys are fucking obnoxious when they're drunk. Listen, anybody who is drunk and you're not drunk is obnoxious. Oh hell yeah! I went. I went to a club one time. It was like five guys and and two girls. And again, they wouldn't let us in because one of the motherfuckers that was with us didn't have a collared shirt. Long story short, we got in because one of the bouncers said, hey, y'all give me $20 each. I'll give you the sticker. You Damn. Stamp, you stamp your fucking arm and act like you was out here drinking, uh, smoking a cigarette, making a call, whatever. These motherfuckers are standing by the velvet ropes talking about, you can't come in, you can't come in. And then you go inside and it's like, this is what we're here for? It was stupid music, stupid people. And like the only way I could fight back was by not buying any drinks because that's where my money would go. My money would go on coat check and buying drinks. And I was like, I'm not buying a single fucking drink from this place. I feel like that's a that's a metaphor for for life for uh, oppressed people. What do you mean? 
like uh, wage equality, for example. Okay. We're the women standing at the at the fucking velvet rope, going. We just want to be paid the same. Let us in. Let us in. And you gotta, you get let in, and it's just work. It's not like you're <laughs> getting let into a party. Yeah. You're like, I just want to be paid the same. Oh, you can't come in. You don't have enough men with you. Yeah. And then they finally let us in, and it's like, I'm just here to work. Yeah. Did that make sense? It did. It did. I, I, could, I mean, it's a little reaching, but when I, you were I talking, that's it. what I was thinking. I was thinking, man, you're, you're you're working to get in somewhere just so that you can do something that's not even that fun. Everybody's vying to get inside the club, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get inside the club. And then when you get inside the club, you got to spend all your fucking money to yeah. be in there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, first... and <sighs> You wish you could get back all that money you spent on all the bottles. I saw it in your face. All of it. You didn't even have to start that sentence. All the money that you spent getting bottle service. All of it. All... Every night when we would go home, you know, we'd take the cab over the fucking bridge. We didn't How have sex. How much money did you spend in a night? Uh, not. I wouldn't go crazy. I, I'd spend about $500. Oh, my God. Oh, but, but my God. I was semi-balling back then, so it was, it was all right. $500 on a night out. Yeah, and I didn't get my dick sucked. And you didn't get your dick sucked. I, I got to dance with some chicks, which was awesome. It, I mean, Come on, baby. When you dance with a beautiful stranger in the club... That doesn't mean shit to me. I can do that for free. I mean, you can do that for free, but, exactly. but I gotta pay. Hey, welcome to being... Welcome again to another, another episode of Double Standard Suck. Yeah. You know? Like, I have to... Uh, anybody wants to dance with you, nobody listen, wants to dance with me. For all the shit that we deal with as women, I'm sorry that you spent your money and didn't get your dick sucked. I'm telling you, we'll be in the back of the cab thinking, wow, we, we ain't even get anybody's number... We're not getting fucked right now. Do you wish you had that five hundred dollars right now? All of it, all of it. <laughs> I want, I want all that money back. Everything. Just give me all my money back. Just I give can... me all that money back. Yeah. I told my friend, like, listen, we're gonna start planning house parties because yeah. this shit is stupid. Yeah, house parties are where it's at. House parties where it's at. You don't have to pay for anything. You know, everybody's already cool, and there's a place to get your dick sucked, and everybody's feel comfortable to suck your dick. Everybody. <laughs> This episode of Joint Accounts is sponsored by people who don't take your shit. You probably know a couple of people, maybe at work, maybe a neighbor, maybe your, your significant other's best friend, somebody you can't stand. They always got a fucking attitude or something. The truth is, they don't have an attitude. They're sick of putting up with your shit, and they're not going to do it anymore. They're tired of smiling and standing by silently as you do or say whatever it is the fuck that you want to do or say. So in turn, you have to deal with this. You're going to deal with the non-sugarcoating, the saying it exactly how it is, the putting you in your fucking place. I hope that you're not the one getting put in your place and instead you're the one putting others in their place. There are entirely too many people who don't know what their lane is, and they constantly have to be reminded. Angels get their wings every single time somebody's put in their place. We need people who are going to say exactly how they're feeling, regardless of how you feel about what they're saying. There's entirely too much fuckery going around for us not to say something. So this is my invitation to you to stop taking shit. Now back to our show. 
Forgive me, Father. For I never sin. told anyone this before. Dear it has been 16 days since my last confession. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. You better not tell anybody. Toma. Yeah. Confessions. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> you want to start over? No, no. No, we're good. It's time to confess. For that ass. Baby. I don't have a, a juicy one today. You know, I figure anything that it's like, I don't just go around telling everybody. No. Because it might be embarrassing. It's <laughs> considered a confession. I like when you tell embarrassing stories. You already know this one, though. It's not a story. So my confession is, over the past couple weeks, I have become obsessed with playing this game on my phone called Covet. And you dress up <laughs> these avatars <laughs> for challenges and win like fake money and clothes. You know, as I as I watch you play that, I was amazed that there's a market for that. You know, like there's there's an audience. It's so fun. Like you sit there and you dress up for hours sometimes. And you're like, I need two white items, so then you get like a white skirt. Yep. Did you pay for that app? No, but... Would you pay for that app? No, but <laughs> there are things that they can easily get money on. Like, you can buy diamonds, and the diamonds are what you use to buy the clothes. Like, for because these are actual clothes in real life. Mm -hmm. So you could buy them in real life, and if you buy them through the app, you get, like... A hundred diamonds for every dollar you spend at the, but it's like higher, higher priced items. So basically they're tricking you, but they want to get you in there through the door with, with the app. Yes. And then another way to earn diamonds is you can watch videos. Okay. So you watch advertisements yeah. or you can go to this whole long list of things and you either download apps, uh, fill out quizzes, Fill out to get free samples. It's all a huge marketing. Yeah, yeah. When did that become the shit to uh to have apps where you can actually spend money like in the inside app inside the app or through the app basically? Yeah. I don't know. Good and I'm not gonna lie, I almost bought. They have like a starter pack every once in a while huh? where you can buy like ten thousand diamonds and a certain number of whatever's for I'm like ten dollars if you ever do that what don't are you gonna do just don't tell me why you'll be you will love me less i will beat you up <laughs> it's only ten dollars and it could bring me so much joy <laughs> i can't believe you just said that i'm just saying and i hate that saying but i'm just saying that that is I'm getting something beneficial out of it. It's like playing scratch-offs and not winning. Can I can I say something quickly? Sure. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm just saying. Oh, it's when you say it after something really dumb. And you just end it with, I'm just saying. Or insulting. You say something insulting. And yeah. then you say, I'm just saying. Yeah. Your ass looks really fucking flat in those pants. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. You want to hear my confession? Yeah. I didn't know you had one. I dated a really dumb girl one time. Yeah? And I... I and I knew she was dumb. Oh, I knew some dummies, too. I felt so horrible because whenever she would talk, like, when she'd say stuff. Yes. You know, you know, like, uh, Michael Scott mispronounces words and uses phrases wrong. And yeah. And it's funny. And when you catch it, you laugh. 
Right. When she because did it. Because it's a fake TV show. Yeah. When she did it, I didn't have the balls to correct her. Because you were silently judging her. Yeah. And plus, I felt like because she's dumb, when I, when I correct her, she's going to feel dumber. I did the same thing. I dated this guy in college. I use the term date loosely. <laughs> Why? There was no dating involved? I mean, we'd like hang out at my house and watch movies and mess around. You know, I dated Bridget B., the porn star. I don't know who that is. That's a confession. I did not know that either. And I used the term date loosely. Yes, exactly. We went out, quote Wait, unquote. So you've had, a, oh. you've had sex with a porn star? No, we didn't have sex. We didn't Aww. have sex. Did you mess around at all? No. <laughs> Why did you look at me like that? Because you were thinking about lying? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I was thinking because, like I said, I used the term date loosely. Yeah, like you made it sound like we, we were just hooking up. Yeah, we were on the verge of going somewhere, but she, like, got scared or something. Ooh. So you almost seriously dated a porn star. Yeah, but she wasn't a porn star then. She was a junior in, in high school, and I was a senior. Do you think that you drove her to porn? No. <laughs> no. But I will tell you, there's something... Did she have issues? No, she was in an... I mean, she probably still is, but I only known her. I only know the her that I knew, fucking fifteen years ago. Right. She was smart as fuck. Yeah. She wanted to be an actress. Oh. Yeah. She. I remember she was. She would She'll go to auditions. Never be an actress, unfortunately. Huh? She'll never be an actress, unfortunately. I mean, she can be a bad one. I mean, I one. guess she's an actress, kind of. She's definitely a poor, uh, 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 a bad actress on those porn sites, but I'll never forget the first time I saw her. You know, I was freaked. it on accident? Of course, oh, wow. of course. I, I mean, yeah, because I wasn't looking for. Cause well, I, I didn't know, know. I didn't know if you like. Oh, did you hear? She's a porn star. Nah, I, I Is went to Bridget. My... Be her real name or her porn name? No, that's a porn. name. I was gonna say, and wow, she... she has a really porny name. And she's got a fake ass <laughs> porn biography too. Like you're like she's you were born Spain. there, yeah. in Spain. Yeah, she's the Spanish Barbie from Barcelona, or some shit. And she's not Spanish. No, she's Dominican. Exactly. And she's from Queens. <laughs> And uh, you know what? I, I still know if she still uses the same email address, I'm going to email her just to see if she checks it and just say, what's up? That's creepy. It's an AOL account. You think she still has an AOL account? I mean, I know some people who still have AOL accounts. Me the too. The same ones they had 15 years yep, ago. Yeah, What the fuck is up with that? But uh, yeah, watching her get fucking fucked because she's getting fucked. And and she she learned how to get fucked. That <laughs> sounds horrible. Her first few scenes, it was like, oh, this is painful to watch. You know, it was like yeah. it was like watching a deer learn to walk. Like as soon like as soon as they came out the womb, like just watching them walk. You're like, oh, it's cute, but uh, oh, okay, oh, yeah. Now she gets she she gets DP'd like Ugh. a champ, and then she got like fake boobs done. Mm-hmm. But uh. How do we get to talking about this? We were talking about really dumb, the dumb people that we've dated. And then you said, I once dated a porn star. I used the term date loosely. Yeah, loosely. Because I was in the middle of my story and you interrupted me and then told your own story. That's where we were. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't even a good story. It was just, I, you know, I used to date this guy. He was on the baseball team for the college. It was super cute. But he was really dumb. And I felt so guilty and so shallow because I'm like, I wanted it to be more than it was. Yeah. Because he was so pretty. And I would hang out with him and I'd be like, okay, let's do something low key 
so it doesn't show how dumb he is, and then I won't get, like, turned off by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watched a movie. We watched the sequel to Dumb and Dumber. So that was recent. No, it wasn't. Baby, this, this was, like, 2003. Oh, you mean, like, that prequel, the one where they were young? Yes. Okay, okay. Was it Dumb and Dumber 2, but, like, T-O-O? Yeah, yeah. Because they came out with... Did you see that? I never saw it. No, It I was a horrible movie. I imagine. Like, nobody even talks about it. Baby, he loved it. We got to the end of the movie. Wait, 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 wait. He was laughing. Wait. <laughs> this is fucking D. Is it D? Sweet D. Dates a retarded person. <laughs> wait, the motherfucker is sitting there watching cartoons. Enjoying and- it. Enjoying it so much. And I'm like, why are you laughing? It was so dumb. It was such a dumb joke. You said that out loud? No, in my head. Yeah, there's no way you could say that out loud. And I ended up having to break it off with him because I couldn't deal with the dumbness. It's horrible. Yeah. What's crazy is the first time that I experienced that, tell me if you felt the same way. I was so surprised because I only saw that that type in movies. You know, the really pretty person who was dumb? Yeah. I only saw those people, but... They are out there. Oh yeah, they are. And and it's not like the willingly dumb people. No, like, no, no. The, the like ignor- he wasn't like ignorant or anything. That's why I think I wanted to like give him a chance because mm-hmm. I thought it's not your fault. Yeah, you can learn. <laughs> You're just built like this. Yeah, yeah. But no, it just we had nothing to talk about. We had such different opinions on I mean, trust me, I was not a prize by any stretch of the imagination at that time in my life. So there were certainly flaws and people could find with me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not defending myself at all. I'm yeah. just saying we were completely incompatible. How, how long did it last? I, I mean, it kind of, it was like a few months, you know, every now and again, we'd see each, see each other and then we'd be like, okay, maybe, you know, I think I'd forget and I'd be like, I'd see him and I was like, he's so cute. And I'm like, maybe he's not, maybe he's not as dumb as I remember. Like, maybe I'm just building it up in my head. And then we'd hang out again and be like, I can't do this. What are you doing? (laughs) I just realized we went from a confession to a full-on Mailbag, baby. I got some bad news for you. What's that? Ain't no mail in the bag. We got an empty sack. We haven't done an episode in like a month. We did like one episode over the last four months, and I think people forgot about us. But you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to Google questions to ask on a first date, and I'm going to ask you some. I can't wait. 10 unexpectedly fun questions to ask on a first date. That sounds like a good one. Hit me. First dates can be awkward and full of weird silences. Ooh. Oh, hey, look. I love that fucking movie. What's your most vivid childhood memory? In in my neighborhood, there was this, there was this area that would get flooded when, when it would rain. Mm-hmm. And I was probably like three or four years old. And I think we went to go either pick up my sister at the school or drop her off at school. And on the way back, we stopped by that flooded area. And what do you call that thing? I don't even know the what gutter? The, no. It's something I don't even know what it's called. It's it's 
there's no name for it. It's just something that's just higher than the than the ground. Sidewalk. It wasn't ledge. a sidewalk. It was like a ledge, but it was like it parted. It it it. Divider. It divided the uh the parking lot with the rest of the sidewalk. And it was it the was curb. Par- but no, because you, you imagine this is the street. This is the sidewalk where you walk in. This is the parking lot. Yeah, it's just like a little, a little like asphalt. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was like high a enough. Nub. No, it wasn't a nub. It was like oh, uh, 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 it was. Can I just give you an aside real quick? Yeah. Last night when I called my dad to help me figure out the water heater, yeah, I couldn't fucking remember the name of Tupperware, and I'm like, I'm just catching it in the, in the thing, you know, the plastic thing, and he's like, What are you talking about? I'm like, You know the, the stuff for food. What, shit, what's that called? I'm like. All I could think of was Ziploc, and I'm like, it's not Ziploc, and I'm like, this is Ziploc brands. And I'm Tupperware. like, uh, I'm like, the stuff you put leftovers in. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, I was so pissed. He's like, what a cup, I a bowl. I, like I was having a stroke. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't think of the word. You couldn't? I couldn't. I love you. Right. I don't know what the fucking thing so is called. So what were you talking about? Yeah, there was. But I'm rain standing or on it, and there's, there's like a fucking pool of water, rainwater, and I'm scared to death. And I'm crying because oh, I think you I'm going to fall. fall in. Yeah. So you were supposed to step onto the water? No, you're supposed to walk on the ledge so that, you know. Oh, you didn't want to balance on it. Yeah, because I couldn't balance. I felt like I was going to fall either way, either side. And how old were you? I was probably three or four years oh, old. Oh, little baby curving. I remember my... I wish people could get, like, an image of a little... Floating, you know inserted in this portion of you just go to my throwback tags in, in, in the duck shirt you'll see a little little curving someone stole from me i remember crying yeah who stole that picture mm. let me ask you a question you that's it yeah i was crying and my my mom you know what my parents never handled me being a sissy well <laughs> i don't think most parents do whenever i i cried they were like like, they were so over it. I'm like, no, I'm fucking crying for a reason. <laughs> That's my earliest vivid childhood memory. Like, these motherfuckers, man. All right, I got one for you. Who in your family are you closest to? Uh, I would have to say my brother. And he's in Utah. <laughs> well, it's a tough... I guess my mom. Yeah. I don't know. I think of like um, I'm close in different ways with them. Of course, I'm close to my mom in the sense that I talk to her all the time. You know, we live near each other. We see each other pretty frequently. But in terms of like deep emotional closeness, it would probably be my sister-in-law. I could see that. I could see that. My brother's wife, because we talk really and we don't talk very often but when we do we talk really in depth about you know whatever emotional things we're going through spiritual mm-hmm. things body issues anything you know that i talk to you about basically yeah. i can talk to her about there's something you know when it's not like a blood relative that you're able to get more at least for me i'm able to get more in depth and more honest with i tell her things that I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable telling my brother or my mom, you know. Whenever you're talking to a family member, do you ever feel like while you're talking, you're thinking to to yourself, these people know me. They knew me when I was little. No. 
Never? That never crossed your mind? That crosses my mind every single time I talk to anybody in my family. Really? Yeah. No. When I'm talking to my sister, when I'm talking to... Every once in a while, I'll get like a flash of it. I'm like, wow. Like like when we got married, for example. I thought, wow, that must be weird being a parent. And, you know, you've seen your kid. Yeah. Like diapers, elementary school, all these things. And for a moment, when I do really, quote unquote, adult things... I flash back to like, I was a kid. Like I'm nobody. Yeah, like, yeah. Why am I doing adult stuff? Like I'm a fraud. Yeah. You know? Like even like getting married. You know, <laughs> something so like it was obviously you know yeah. sincere and heartfelt and all of that stuff. But there's a certain tiny part of me that felt like I was playing dress up. Yeah. And you know, did you feel that at all, or am I? No, no, I do. Okay, but did you feel that at all when we got married? Not specifically when we got married, but I feel it so many times, so often. Yeah, like so I thought, frequently. I thought, am I really an adult? Whenever I uh, I call my parents, mm-hmm. no matter what we're talking about, all I'm thinking about is <laughs> the earliest childhood memory. It's kind of a weird obsession you have. Yeah, just me sitting there Every on that little. Every time ledge. you talk to somebody. Yeah. Wow. Like, like I'm still talking about whatever we're talking about. Of course. But in the but... back of my head, I'm like, yeah, I was just a little, I was just another person, wow. little baby that you had to carry around. I remember, like, you asked me that stupid question. It wasn't stupid. The childhood thing. I'm remembering every childhood memory right now. Every single one of them. My mom used to love dragging me everywhere because she thought I, I walked slow. I love you. You do walk slow. I still walk <laughs> slow because life is easy. I want to ask you both of these. Tell me. Because I was trying to cover up the next one so that I wouldn't... Because, you know, it's different when you hear it. So you mean you saw all the questions? I saw two of them. Okay. Okay. I kind of know the answer to this one. But, you know, it always brings up interesting stuff. Were you popular in high school? Um, Answering honestly without trying to sound like I'm full of myself. I would say that I was. Yeah. I mean... It sounded like you were. You just have to look at the yearbook and, and you could see me in there just yeah. chilling. Yeah. I didn't feel popular. No, no, no but I mean... But I looking back... few people yeah. do. Looking back, you know, <clears throat> and remembering everything, I'm like, I, I guess I was. You're cute. Yeah. Uh, what's something you're bad at? <laughs> That's a great question. These are great first date questions, by the way. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I thought they were going to be dumb. I thought so, too. I'm re- I really am impressed. Um, Man, I wish I would have asked you that. Uh, what I'm am I bad at? I'm bad at a lot of things. Um, I'm really bad at uh, a lot of things. No, you're not. No, yeah, definitely. But if I can only, like, say one thing, I'd say that I'm really bad at keeping keeping up with my friends. Like, keeping in contact, keeping in touch. Yeah, I understand that. You know? I've always been, they'll tell you, they always like, where you been? You, you don't love nobody. What's wrong with you? Because I'm like, I don't care. Do you think of that as like a skill? I kind of do. I mean. It is. It's a, it's something you have to cultivate, something you have to practice at, at least for some people like us. Nah. <laughs> what are you bad at? Um, I'm really bad at memorization. Really? I've never had a good memory, um, and I can remember certain things, 
but I have to practice really hard at it. Why are you laughing at me? Because I'm looking at you and you're, I'm thinking to myself, what I've always said, how did you make it this far? You're just a little fucking cartoon. <laughs> I can see you as like, like a little four-year-old walking around <laughs> talking about, Mommy, I want to go ride the pony. And, and then Genuine comes on. I didn't have a pony when I was four. And Genuine was not singing pony when you were four. What's something you've been really proud of lately? Uh, if I had to pick one thing that I'm really proud of, uh, I have to say, <laughs> I'm really proud of how long we've been in this relationship. <laughs> no, seriously. I've had nothing but like, my longest relationship was nine months before you. I know. Nine months. So every once in a while, I look at the time, whenever I see what day it is, I'm like, oh shit. It's, it's ex- been a little over four years. Yeah. Right? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I mean, you know, are we kind of when we got married? Are we kind of when I moved there? Are we kind of relationship, baby? Oh, you talk about June eighth, two thousand eleven. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But see, I, I, I never start there. I always start the countdown. But before, when we first started talking, right? Yeah. Because... Me too, because that's when we we have this this. I like to rub it in a little bit every time. <laughs> is that what it is? Because we were in a relationship a long time before. You accepted the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into your heart. <laughs> I'm going to make a mashup of every time you said that on this fucking podcast. We were. We were reading emails from February of 2011. That was four months before we were official. And you can see in the tone of our correspondence that we cared deeply for one another. And there was a lot of love there. Yeah, I don't deny it. I just... I wasn't your girlfriend. No, nah, nah, I just wasn't ready to go down that path. I know. I, I enjoyed it while it was happening, but I was like, I can't I can't keep going deeper. Oh, and then when you finally gave me... And you, you gave me that ultimatum early. Early? It and, had been nine months. No, I mean, I mean, in April. In April of that year, you were like, yo, what's good? And I was like, maybe if I don't bring this up, she won't bring it up. And then you was like, hey, yo, son, what's really good? And I was like, damn, she really, she really wants to know, huh? Let me see if I can prolong this a little longer. And then finally you was like, hey, yo, son, what's really good? Shit don't get off the pot. And I'm like, I'm getting off the pot. And then I was like, peace. And then I was like, baby, come back. I need you in my life. Yeah, but um, I wanted to ask you, what are you really bad at? You already asked me that. I wanted to ask you. <laughs> so what are you really proud of? It says lately. What have you been really proud of lately? <laughs> well, it's on the page before because you went to the next page. I didn't go to nowhere. Well, I went to the next page because we were alternating questions. All right, so this is a stupid question. No, I want to hear it. All right, but don't answer it. <laughs> Why? What's the last book you read? Who gives a fucking shit? That's not a bad question. Maybe the people want to know. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, so what's the last book? If somebody asked you that on a date, what would you think? I would probably think they're kind of pretentious. I know people who can't wait to tell you what they're reading. Yeah. I know people who can't wait to judge you if you're not reading. People, ju- you know how many men judge me because I don't watch sports? Yeah. It's crazy how many people bond on that. Like, that's the first thing. Strange men come up to me and ask me, yo, so how about them? You've you've been judged for reading before. <laughs> yo, son, you read? You read? You fucking weirdo. 
Uh, the last book that I physically read... From start to finish. From start to finish was Gone Girl. Okay. Um, I haven't read a full book in a long time. Yeah, it was a great book. Um, great movie, too. I've listened to several audiobooks. The most recent was The First Bad Man by Miranda July, and that was amazing. Yeah. That was that was one I was glad I heard on tape rather than read mm -hmm. because the author reads it and she makes like different voices kind of and the inflection like yeah. I like that that her tone Pence, what her yeah. intentions were uh, go through it so that was really good. I've got one for you now. Oh, another whoa, one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's something you've always wanted to try? For some reason, it popped into my head bungee jumping. Yeah, me too. Either bungee jumping or skydiving. I wanted like I, that thrill of ten years ago. That's what I used to say. Yeah, I don't know why that was the first. I yeah. was trying to go with the first instinct of what popped in, and I really felt it. I really wanted to go bungee jumping. I really wanted to go skydiving. I don't skydiving. have like a strong desire right now. Yeah, me but uh, I mean, there's a lot of things I want to try. I want to try anal. I knew that's what you were gonna say, and I was gonna make a joke about it when you asked me this. Yeah. And I didn't. And I know you don't want to try anal, so quit you trying to lie. You don't want to put anything in my butt? You don't? You don't want to take that opportunity? Listen, we talked about this like two days ago. I will give you a coffee enema <laughs> as soon as you're ready. I told you I would gently massage your anus every night. With no, it was a P oil. word. Your, your perineum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're ready to accept me. Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. your butthole. <laughs> Oh, this one doesn't apply. Good. What makes you nervous? The unknown makes me nervous. That's a good answer. I like being prepared. I like knowing everything beforehand and then prepare myself in that way. That's why you never want to have kids. <laughs> yes! That's why... Every Anytime I've ever brought up, like, I think maybe in two years I'm ready. Yeah. You're like... We gotta. I don't know what's gonna happen. We gotta. We got so many things to do before then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what makes me nervous. Like, if you just say, "Hey, um, so and so is coming over with a boyfriend," I'm like, "I'm not ready. I'm sitting here in my boxer briefs. What? Wait, she's coming now. Hold on. Got to clean the house. Got to. You know, I, I like being prepared. Yeah, no, the unknown doesn't bother me at all. Unknown fucks and me. And the stuff my that ass. bothers me doesn't bother you. Which is? What makes me nervous is what other people think about me. That that fucks with me sometimes, but there's there's. It's surprising you don't you don't usually, you're not usually affected by other people's opinions. No, because you can only let it affect you so much. Sure. You, but do you let it affect you enough to make you nervous? No, because yeah. I I know that they're also worried about what I think about them. So then not always. Of course. In my like, I it happens a lot at work for me. Like my my bosses and stuff, I'm always nervous. What do they think about me? Some people are just weird. They don't care probably what I think about them. Maybe they do. I don't know. But see, that's the thing. You got to not care about them. Am I? Are you? Am I next? I'm next. I don't know. But there's some people at work that I can't figure them out mm. because they always they they have that that same yeah. face, the mm -hmm. monotone. You're like, are they making a joke? Are they? There's a couple nurses that uh, work night shift that I'm slowly chipping away at. Yeah. Like, they, they used to be real cold to me yeah. and everybody. And it's like my mission to make them like me and, yeah. and laugh. And I've, I've gotten there for the most part. There's one I still haven't totally 
one or two I haven't totally cracked, but one that, that jokes with me now and, you know, laughs. She was the one who, like, uh, maybe six months ago, like, I would say something to, like, have a good night, and she wouldn't even respond. No. Like, she just, you know, she wouldn't even acknowledge that I was saying something to her. There are a couple of teachers at my job who I swear they must think I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely people I worry about that. Not like a real idiot, but they uh-uh. just, they must think there's something wrong with me because I, I, I come through with my sense of humor yeah. and I don't I don't get a laugh. But I just keep yeah. I just keep throwing these fucking inappropriate jokes at them because fuck it. But they still, you know, they're like and I'm thinking to myself, they probably think I'm some dummy. That's how I feel when who you watches make, wrestling. That's how I feel when you make jokes to uh, waitresses and service people. That one time at the movie theaters where I told her to make it with extra love, <laughs> I had no idea that I was sounding so sexually creepy. So we walk up to the the the, the theater, you know, concession stand, and I ask for popcorn. And Kermit looks at this girl, she's probably like 19, and he's like, make it with extra love. And I was like, baby. And he's like laughing. He's like, make it like you're making it for yourself. Make it with extra love. And afterwards, I was like, you're fucking creepy. Don't do that shit. And he's like, what do you mean? I was trying to make her laugh. And I was like, first of all. You missed the most important part. After she handed it to us, I was like, did does you? It, yeah, does it have, <laughs> did you make it with extra love? Oh, my God. I said, first of all. These people don't give a fuck about your day. Like, they're working at a minimum wage job. They don't want to hear your jokes. Second of all, don't make sexual comments. And he's like, I wasn't sexual. And I was like, put extra love on the popcorn. Like, that sounds like all the stuff that guys used to say to me when I was waitressing. Put your jizz on it, woman. Put your buttery jizz on that popcorn. In front of your wife. She was probably like, what a fucking creep. He did it in front of his wife, too. And she she stood by him. They're probably trying to pick up chicks. (laughs) You want to go pick up chicks? No. We should do that one day. Just go get drunk at a bar and just let girls hit on you and be like, wait a minute. He's with me. And then I'm there with like a cock ring on. <laughs> Wait, just at the bar, like with Jujika? Uh, I'm trying to understand the scene. No, there was an extra question here. <laughs> Quick. Here it is. <laughs> what things would you save if your apartment were on fire? Uh, my dog and my cat. I mean, you. I'm assuming you're getting out alive. You don't have to save me. I'm, I figured you just Somebody saved yourself. Save me. That was Smallville, by the way. I know. Um, you don't know nothing. You confused me. Um, there's actually not a lot that like I have super sentimental feelings about. Like I've disconnected myself more and more from material things. Yeah. My wedding ring. You should have it on. I know, but I like I don't right now. <gasps> <gasps> um. Our we- our wedding vows. Our vows that we wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, a couple of crystals that are important to me. Man, I, I was gonna start that sentence five different ways. Yeah, his his mouth was moving, but no words were coming out. When I lived in New York, sometimes when I was as I was trying to go to sleep, I would hear like fire trucks mm-hmm. just speeding down the road, and all I would think was. 
fuck, some, somebody's house is on fire. Somebody's house right now is on fire. And I would start thinking, holy shit, what if right now my house is on fire? What would I grab? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I lived that I had like the small room yeah. in my parents' house. And what was most important to me at that time was like my photo album, mm-hmm. my computer. And then I thought about all the DVDs that were downstairs. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I still have the computer on there. I would save my fucking yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah. But see, it all depends. But that's what... not for a sentimental reason. That's for like logical, like that shit's expensive to replace reason. And it's got all my shit on yeah. there. It's got a lot of music, a lot of yeah, songs, no, my a lot computer, of pictures, whatever. a lot of yeah, movies. Can, you know. Oh. Um, I never know what to save. Like, I used to always want to have like a suitcase filled with stuff ready so I could run. But I mean, it depends. Where's the fire? And Yeah, but that that that's hilarious because... That defeats the whole purpose of enjoying those things. Exactly. Let me put these in a safe, locked place so that I can save them do you from know, destruction when I'm not even looking at them. Do you know where your birth certificate is right now? Um, I do not. Probably at my mom's It's on house. fire right now. That's it. It's burnt. I actually do. I have one um, folder of important papers that has like our marriage certificate, the ring value... The dog license. Why are you looking at me like I did something wrong? No, no, I'm impressed. I ain't got none of that shit. Yeah, just one one file folder. I they learned that, that from that book. Yeah, they say make scan shit and, well, and yeah, keep digital copies. Too. But yeah, just uh, your important documents should not fit, they say, in more than just a, a folder. No. Nah. Because everything, credit card statements, all the stupid papers that we keep for various reasons. None of that. I mean, it's it all could be reproducible. I mean, even our marriage certificate could. You know, all of that stuff really could. So now that we've asked ourselves these questions. Is that the end? Would you, yeah. Would you go on a date with me? Would you go on another date with me? You would definitely be getting a second date, and I would give you a really hot kiss goodnight tonight. That's what I'm talking about. I fucking win. I'm a winner. <laughs> How do you stop this thing? <laughs> My motherfuckers. Yo. Was really good. Send your questions. Motherfuckers. To joinaccounts.tumblr.com. Stop slacking. Let us know what the fuck is the deal. Yeah, we were really sad about the empty mailbag. And, you know, it's mostly my fault that we haven't put out an episode in so long. I go through these phases of feeling like I need to minimize my, my online presence. I go through phases where... I don't really feel like talking. No, I can feel you. I go through phases where I only want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I've been going through a little bit of that, you know, lately. And, you know, I was never in the mood to be heard other than here. So thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we love you to pieces. We do love you. And I really, I really love the feedback that we get from you guys. You know, I love hearing about your lives and we hope that you love hearing about ours. Yay! His face when he makes that noise is so cute. Yay! And if I kill him tonight, you will know why. So you motherfuckers know what to do. Thanks for the tune. Thanks for toning. Thanks for toning in. Thanks for using your old timey dial and tune into the station. We love you. We hate you. I don't hate anybody. Me either. I hate that one over there. You motherfuckers stay black. <laughs> 
That will conclude this evening's entertainment. 